couple of years uh, down the road. Yeah. Uh, you are hanging out. You are um, you're actually doing a lot of comedy these days. Okay. Any particular like reason why or? Yeah. So you um, you were hanging out one day. You decided to uh, get some lunch. I do like to have lunch. You went down. Uh, uh, Benihana has a, a new like lunch uh, menu where they have, uh, you know, they do the whole thing, you know, with the uh, around on the grill, yeah, doing yeah. like a big show. But they do it for like lunch rush crowds now. Really? That seems like inefficient, you know. You'd think that, but these guys are slicing and dicing yeah. at a pace that you didn't think was possible. They're very good at this. Like, the, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm so impressed by that kind of stuff. What a skill. Oh man, I yeah, me me too. Uh, I'm impressed with anyone, honestly, who can uh, who who's a line cook. I could never yeah, do that. That shit's hard. Every rest, every restaurant I work at, I think of, I think of that every single day at the tavern. I'd be like, I would never be able. I'd be so mad. Yeah. So, um, you're going there for lunch. Uh, you walk in. You know, they're like Aaron. You're like a regular there. You know, and uh, you sit down. A regular at a Benihana place. Uh, Benihana lunch spot. Yeah. What's uh What's it called? Um, it's called <laughs> Benihana lunch spot. All right, but they do dinner there as well. No. Oh, it's strictly they're open, lunch. They're only open for lunch. Yeah. And so, um, you uh you sit down and they're like, you want your usual, and you go definitely. They uh. What's slide. my What's my usual? Um, the usual is a water and a uh, half uh, unsweetened iced tea, half sweetened iced tea. And also you get the uh, the Benihana sandwich. And uh, what it is, is it is a, um, a roast beef sandwich. Yeah. Basically with um, some uh, bacon on top. Okay. And uh, a little bit of country gravy. What, Pat? Yeah, it's like a roast beef with bacon and white country gravy. Yeah, the perfect amount. How the, the perfect amount for that sandwich is fucking zero, Pat? Why are you putting <laughs> Why are you putting white gravy on a roast beef sandwich? Because no one had has thought to do it before. And at the uh, Benny Hanna lunch spot, they try to do interesting. They do like some interesting stuff there, man. And it's pretty experimental. Like they, um, uh, like one time they did, they, they made a uh, spinach uh, calzone and it's, and like I said, experimental, it actually exploded. I'm so fucking pissed off. Tomato sauce rained down like fire from heaven. I'm a regular at a Benny Hanna place. And the thing that I get is a roast beef sandwich with bacon and country gravy. Is 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 the gravy on? Is the gravy over or underneath the bun? Is it like a wet sandwich, or is it's, it like uh, no? Oh no 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 no! It's it's it's, it's underneath. What the, a fucking! Nest, it's nestled joke. underneath. You know. Yeah, but it's 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 very good. But it's like, like a, a yeah, Pat. 
I love I love country gravy. We talked about that on this show. Okay, I like country and gravy. Can I be honest with you? It's a little on the peppery side. I love you, Pat. Come on, I know you're trying to tempt me right now. You know that I love my country gravy to be very peppery, right? And I love bacon, and I love roast beef sandwich. I love all of those things, but they don't go yeah. together. You don't put country gravy. Is there sausage in the gravy too, Pat? Um, there's like some sausage flavoring for sure. Sausage flavoring, so it's like a, it's like an imitation flavoring. No, so what they do, the way that they make this this country gravy is, they uh, they'll brown the sausage like in the pan, yeah, and then they'll then they'll take it out, and then they'll add like. You know, whatever. Oh, the nor you mean the normal way people make gravy? Yeah. So there's a there's there's a, there's a sausage taste to it. But do they take the sausage and crumble it and put it back in the gravy? Of course. So there's three different types of meat on this sandwich. We got pork sausage, bacon, and roast beef. Yeah. Right. Three different tastes. Uh, there's there's nothing else on it. There's like not any other kind of a sauce or any vegetable to be seen. The they made a commercial for it where they were they were like the Benihana lunch spot taking it to the meat zone. Oh, Pat. And you saw that and you were like, I need to try that place. And that's so my regular the, order. You, yeah. You take it to the meat zone there about like Do I get a uh, side or anything or is it just this fucking gross sandwich? You, yeah. No, you get a side. What, what do they have for sides? It's a it's a Benihana place. Yeah, so they make it very quickly in front. And basically, the way they make it, they like flip everything in front of you. It's still like a quite a show, dude. Um, the your side dish are um, some French fried potatoes. This is a this is a Benihana place. Yeah, but it's for lunch. Yeah, but it's not a goddamn Arby's, Pat. You know what I mean? It's not a fucking yeah. Arby's or like a fast food place. It's a Benihana place serving roast beef sandwiches and French fries. Yeah. I mean, they have other stuff on the menu. Why didn't I get anything like, else? Because you love it, dude. God damn it, Pat. You take it to, you're taking it to the meat zone, man. You fucking love it. So, I um, hate this already. <laughs> why? Because you're having an amazing sandwich. That gravy. Gravy. The <laughs> I would eat it. You would eat it. Pat, those, they don't go together. So what happens is you're sitting there eat, eating, you, you know, you're, uh, you're eating that fucking sandwich, dipping the, uh, those uh, French fries and that effing gravy that spills off to the side, almost just like a waterfall at midnight. It's nothing like a fucking waterfall. And you know and it. so... Um, you uh, look down and uh, you kind of like look across and you see like a bunch of like people kind of like like <laughs> pointing at you and laughing. Yeah. Why? On account of the fucking sandwich that I'm eating? They go, it's the French fry boy. What the fuck? A French fry boy? And you go, what? And it turns out that uh, you've been a meme for several years. God damn and it, Pat. Like someone took a photo of you one time. Are you, when you fucking were eat kidding me? Out eating French fries. How humiliating. <laughs> you were eating French fries and it was like, um, basically it was very busy and it took, uh, you, you, you kind of were like, you didn't really have like a, anywhere to sit. So you sat on like a very small stool. So your butt overflowed over the back of the stool and you were just eating French fries and looking out in the space. And like someone posted a meme and it says French fry boy says, so then underneath it says like, you know, um, you know, bring me the salt or whatever. And so I hate, uh, I hate eating in front of people. 
I don't like eating around other people. You know, I don't like it. Why? I, I don't know. It just makes me very uncomfortable. As a fat person, it makes me very uncomfortable. You sure. know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And for that to be a meme of me eating is is such a, a fear that I have. Or like me breaking a chair. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, sure. A meme yeah, of me yeah, doing yeah. something that is like a quintessential fat guy move. I broke a trampoline. Yeah, I've snapped several hammocks. So, um, basically, and, but it, but it's like it's it's honestly it's morphed into I broke a hammock on my tenth birthday. Yeah, sorry. Well, what uh, what happened? I was just at my grandparents' house and I fell through a fucking hammock and it snapped when I was in it. I landed on my back and knocked the wind out of me. I made that weird <gasps> thing, you know, and I just fucking it was it was humiliating. It happened in front of my whole family, you know. Man, it never ends with you, huh? We had to restring that hammock up. So it morphs. So yeah, it's morphed into uh, some some pretty interesting stuff. Because at first it's like, yeah, like French, you know, French fry guy says, and then underneath it, people would you know say like, you know, uh, pour the gravy, put the gravy in my ass, oh, or like God. stuff like just dumb what? shit like put that. Put the gravy in my ass. Is that like just is dumb that like, jokes? What's like the famous one? What's the one that started it? The one that started it is, is was was the first one, you know, French fry guy. Whatever I said. Uh, Pass so the salt. Yeah, but what, what what ends up happening is it turns into like you know, French fry guy says, um, fifteen dollars an hour, and like in there's several like uh, states that have changed their uh, minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour because of this meme. Because the power of my meme. Yeah, because it's such a funny photo. Uh, that people are like, yeah, why not? You know, if, yeah, French fry guy says it. So yeah, look like, at him; his ass is spilling out over the over the small stool. Yeah, that's a guy we can trust. Uh, yeah. So so the, that happens. Um, they uh, um, <laughs> there's there's one especially famous one where it's where it says it's it's the same thing and it says French fry guy says and then underneath it. It says, um, like, vote Trump out of office, and people fucking do. Good. Do people? So, do I ever get like recognition for that? Does that does that ever look? Does that benefit me in any fucking way at all? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that basically once uh, you kind of realize that you've been a meme for several years at this point? That uh, you can kind of like tour, kind of based on. That. How did like, nobody ever tell me that? How did I never encounter it? If it's if it's a meme that's so popular that it will allow me to change my career exclusively to stand up comedy, how did I never? How did me or any any of my circle? <laughs> how did we never learn about it, Pat? Uh, everyone just felt too sad to tell you. Oh, great. Yeah. So uh, you're so mean to me on this podcast, and you wouldn't tell me about this meme because it would be too mean. Oh, I, I mean, I would have. You didn't know? Well, no, I, this is several years down the road and I've since uh, died. Oh, Jesus Christ, Pat. Pat. But everyone else, like, uh, you know, they don't uh, they don't tell you. Great. It just kind of like bums them out to think about. So basically, once people find out like, oh, this killer, you know, the French fry boy, he is uh, he's a comic. They're like, 
oh hell yeah and like you start and then and, and to be honest at first it starts off like you doing like weird personal appearances at like bars and frats and stuff but basically after but after like a year or so people are like oh wow this guy's like pretty funny like okay and you kind of transition into like being you know a full-time comedian okay but you still uh, sometimes you'll do a um, a gig and uh, people will throw French fries at you when you perform. No, Pat, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do one that. One time you caught one in your mouth and the crowd went crazy. Of course they would. Why wouldn't they? You actually like couldn't follow that, so you just dropped the mic and you walked out. And like the venue owners still paid you. They're like, "What else could you do? What a perfect ending." This sucks. Why do you have people throwing French fries at me all the time? And they're going to be cold. You know what I mean? It's not even like they're no, going to be all the not all the time. It's, they're not even going to be good fries. Not all the time, but you know if you know how often they're available. What uh, what percentage of shows do I have French fries thrown at me? If they're available, so like if the, if if the comedy club or the restaurant bar bowling alley whatever I'm at doing comedy at serves French fries, I will have fries thrown at me. You yeah so you have uh, started trying to uh, book uh, mostly shows and like you know just places that just don't even have food you know so um, as the so the French fry boy thing is kind of working out for you to be honest with you uh, you are uh, going on uh, the road stuff like that you've been uh, appearing uh, on a uh, local radio show. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of helped you out locally. Like you, uh, every, like, like you have like a, like a, a monthly, sh- uh, not a monthly show, a weekly show, um, at a cool venue in LA called, uh, smiling Jenny's. That's the name of the venue. Yeah. What's the name of the show? Um, the, <laughs> The name of the show that you host there uh, weekly is called The Weekly Laugh Sesh. Oh. Pat. It's but it's like, you know, it's it's just it's like it's like a silly title. It's it's not you don't mean it. But it's it's so bad. The weekly laugh sesh? Yeah. So basically it's a horrible you, title. You do the weekly laugh sesh oh. every Wednesday at uh, eight o'clock. Uh, and at, at smile and Jenny's and, uh, it's, you know, things are going really well. It like you get, um, it's kind of like, um, you know how like, like star bar was in, uh, in Atlanta, yeah. it's sort of like, like that's the show you want to, yeah. that's the show where if you headline that show, it's like, you know, this guy's legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's what weekly laugh sesh has become that's unfortunate is what a fucking terrible name to be tied to such a good show the weekly laugh sesh at smile and jenny's yeah you're like uh like 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 dave Chappelle has dropped in and done like 45 minutes uh that rules yeah stuff like that happens like not on a weekly basis obviously but uh you know, it's in L.A., you know, the people, you know, are around. Yeah, you know? probably always putting up really good comics. Maria Bamford showed up one time. Yeah. Yeah, it was a surprise. 
she uh she was like uh doing uh like a big gig the next night so she's like don't announce that i'm there i gotta i gotta like work on some stuff and you're like sure and she uh shows up and and, and does the set um <clears throat> so like uh yeah like it's 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 a really great show uh show to run you know that rules and, and I, it's a yeah. weekly it's a weekly show wednesday eight o'clock smile and jenny how much uh how much time do i do on the show generally um, it kind of depends because sometimes you'll have a lineup uh, that is like that, that that gets kind of deep, like like you know you'll have like seven comics on. Yeah, yeah. So you're like you're basically like I'm gonna like you know lineup the lineup's too long and too good for me to fuck around too much. So you do like you know five minutes up top, whatever. Yeah. Uh, then there are some shows where it's it's just you doing a set, then a headliner doing a set, and you obviously get to do a little bit longer there. It, it varies from week to week. Okay. But I, am I booking it myself? Yes. Okay. Okay. And uh, basically, uh, part of the reason that you're able to, you know, continually sell it out is that you've started uh, doing a lot of, like, uh, like I said, like a uh, radio work. There's yeah. a uh, a local radio show. Yeah. Uh, called. The Dusty Sway Show, and it's hosted by uh, <laughs> some this radio. This radio guy, just a dipshit. Yeah, uh, is yeah, Dusty Sway, uh, and uh, and uh, you know he's like a nice enough guy, and like you go on the show, and he'll be like, "Daw, what do you think about Daw? This latest Daw news story?" And you're like, "Well, I gotta tell you, Dust," and you're like, "Fucking." <laughs> You know, and so yeah. it, it it so it works pretty well. And, you know, he's a fun guy to hang out with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, off. Uh, it's interesting because like off uh, when you guys aren't on the air, he has like a like a British accent. What? Like a, re- a really posh British accent. But when he's on the air, he puts on that. Oh, I'm like an idiot voice, you know. So uh, you guys are kind of, uh, you know, doing that, doing uh, your thing. But I got to be honest with you, Aaron. Yeah. There's an incident. What do you mean there's an incident? It could be a lot of different things. Is this an incident at like a comedy show or on the radio? For uh, for the radio. Uh, There is uh, a local, uh, like a rival uh, radio station in town. I don't give a fuck about W uh, W P N S W P N S. Yeah, there's a uh, a radio team. There's a radio show there called Hot Beans in the Morning, and they are sort of like a like a rival uh, like radio show. And you guys kind of have like a radio war going, where what'll happen is like. You'll fuck with them. They'll fuck with you. Like you, like you, because you, you guys have like very uh, 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 like loyal uh, listeners. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, th- like they'll do, like hot beans in the morning. will do like a thing where they're like, we're gonna do a, a, an appearance here at this bar, and like you'll you'll talk to your like loyal listeners. You have like a a thing there um, where you call your most loyal listeners. You call them uh, the. Uh, you call them the 
fart friends. Oh, like, fart! You'll be like fart friends. Hot beans in the morning is do, and then like it's 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 very tongue in cheek. It's very much like like you kind of make fun of like you know the hacky radio shows that would that would be like, hey, call caller number nine, fart into the phone, and you win you know tickets to see you know hinder or whatever. <laughs> so like it's 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 very much when like tongue in cheek. Say my name, it so sweet. You uh like I like you like ironically play that on your radio show, but every time you do it, you like sing along. Dude, like, you're very into it. I mean, yeah, it. man. That song that song is manufactured to sound good, you know? Let her go. Yeah, dude. I don't wanna say goodbye. There's a reason why pop music is successful as it is. Because it's it's scientifically engineered to light up your brain, you know? One time, uh, you were taking a, like a the train somewhere to a gig, and you were uh, kind of doing like a almost like an air check where like you go back and listen to like, excuse me, to like some of the uh, the bits you've been doing recently. You'd be like, okay, how can I like uh, tighten this up or better, better or you know whatever you know, you just do some of that, and then you kind of do the thing where you go, oh yeah, blah blah blah, hinder, and you play the song, yeah. But you play it in its entirety, and you actually are like listening to it, <laughs> yeah. and like you're getting very into it. Yeah, you just you can't hold it inside by the end of the song. So the very last time they say it, you just scream, "Oh, with the lips of an angel!" Yeah, man. And, like everyone like jumps and like looks at you. It actually becomes like a pretty like big, not a big part, but like a joke you do on stage. You tell the story about how embarrassed you are that that, that happened. Yeah. And, like that, like like one woman went into like labor prematurely. Like like everything worked out. Yeah, but still, you were like, oh, you Jesus! Know. What was the name of her baby? Uh, she named it Aaron. Yeah. Okay. After me, or just purely coincidental? After you. Oh, all right. The doctor uh, was like, it turned out that the baby had a very rare condition this day and age, called um, <laughs> called uh, um super death and what, what it was yeah it turns out that if if the baby had actually stayed like been delivered when it was supposed to uh like if it actually was there probably a day longer than that day it would have died like it would you know they would, she would have lost the baby so they found that out afterward and they were like holy shit like you basically saved my my baby's life so she named it after you okay aaron grew up to uh cure sadness wow. scientifically yeah good so. for aaron congratulations so, yeah i mean you don't know anything about like you don't know about that that happens you know way in the future obviously so yeah. it's not part of the uh the routine shall we but dead you tell before the story that. i mean maybe not but um <laughs> basically so you kind of have like you know beef with uh hot beans in the morning so you'd be like hey fart friends like you know hot beans in the morning they're going to be doing an appearance over at you know whatever like you know what to do and the fart friends show up and they fuck with them and they do the same thing back right at you like sometimes they'll like prank phone call you but it's all good natured no oh great it's a radio war dude you are in a good old fashioned radio war WPNS hot beans in the morning and you um like they'll like prank phone call you. There's uh somebody on their show uh uh named Peely, 
And what'll happen oh, is he'll, like, he'll prank phone call your uh, your show. Like you'll just be you doing it, and uh, you don't always fall for it. But sometimes when you do, it's humiliating. And when Peely gets on the air, like you, you'll, you'll be like, you know, all right, line two, uh, you know, Justin or whatever, and they like put use a fake name, and then he'll go. Well, my name's not Justin. It's Peely. And you go, Peely, and hang up on him, and you are pissed. Yeah, dude. I fucking, man, Peely could fuck off. I'm trying to do a goddamn job here. This guy's. Yeah. Fuck Peely. Radio, the radio wars are getting intense, dude. And like, and like, honestly, like, you guys are kind of losing. Yeah. I'm not a winner. It's a general. Just don't. I just don't come out on top of stuff. Makes sense. So, uh, you are like uh, leaving work, and you're kind of like, even though things are going well, like comedy wise, uh, with your show, like you still kind of like, fuck, man. I wish like you know this radio war. I wish it was going better. You know, you're a little dejected, but you're like whatever. You gotta keep moving. Yeah. You actually have a gig. You actually, uh, it's Friday. You have a gig that night. Where? Uh, a stand-up you're, gig. You're, yeah. You're you're doing uh you're doing a uh a set on a uh a pretty interesting show in town. Yeah. It's called Front uh f- f- uh Friday Funday. And uh, it's a a stand-up show it's hosted uh by dave ross and it's an incredible show yeah uh, he run he runs it uh outside of an abortion clinic oh. in los angeles well and 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 like honestly like people uh really dig it it's in like like uh it's in like uh like behind it like behind the abortion clinic they have like a stage set up <laughs> so do you have to like go through the clinic like you have to walk through the bar to get to the venue or yeah there's that yeah and like uh the venue well the, basically it, it's sort of a uh it's not an independent part of the clinic a lot of the stuff that they do there actually funds it so there's like a, an outdoor bar out there you know what i mean there's there's like a place you can play volleyball and there's like a stage. so it's a bar with an abortion clinic attached to it it's an abortion clinic first so it's an abortion clinic with a bar volleyball pits and a stage yeah the bar the, uh, the entertainment part of it like pretty much funds a lot of it so, so it's strictly they use they use it as a venue for fundraising purposes and then those funds then fund the the uh the abortion clinic the abortion clinic yeah and so uh but but once again if i'm gonna go to the bar is there like a, a gate that i can walk through or do are we do we have to go through the, the clinic? oh no 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 you 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 go around back okay yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like a thing where you have to walk through or anything like that. No, uh, you go around back, and uh, it's a you know it's it's a pretty it's a pretty fun show. You know, it uh, yeah, funds a cause you believe in. You know, so it's like fuck it. Women's reproductive health. Sure. And so you uh you you do the show there, and uh, goes well. Yeah. Yeah. Dave brings you up. He's like, you know, this guy, uh, he is hilarious he just released a new album called uh called the sphinx please welcome aaron brooks oh, no. you go up you just put out an album called the sphinx 
Uh, it is a uh, concept uh, comedy album about ancient Egypt. But it's just like observations, kind of. So basically, it's supposed to be if you're observational comic in ancient Egypt. <laughs> That's, that fucking sucks so bad. That's like the furthest thing away from my kind of comedy that I'm any good at. <laughs> Is like the the cover of the record is the the Sphinx with my face photoshopped. No, it's not your face. It's the Sphinx, but it's photoshopped so that it's holding a microphone <laughs> in one of its paws. Yeah. Is there? Is it? Oh, is the is the is there a cable on the mic, or is it? Is it a wireless mic? Is there wireless. a stand? No, it's just a wireless. <laughs> it's just the Sphinx. Thing. with one paw on the ground the other paw holding a wireless microphone yeah so you do your you do your set it goes you know it goes really well and so um how's the, how uh, real quick how's yeah. how's the album my sphinx concept album um is it good at least is it it's interest it's interesting is it fun to listen to i mean probably like the first time you also do a like a limited release version of it yeah, where um, no. I don't know if you uh, were you like a uh, were you like a Flaming Lips guy growing up? I used to date this Polish girl whose favorite song was uh, Flaming Lips song. Yeah, I mean I like them. So they they did an album where um, it was a it was a four CD set and you would put them in different four different speakers and press play all at the same time. Yeah. So you do a, and so it's it's a different thing, and you can actually set it up so that um, your speakers are in different parts of your room or your house or whatever. So you hear the song, but it's through different different parts of it are played through through different speakers. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, one hundred. So you do a special edition version of the Sphinx where it's that. Where that it's sucks. Like that sucks even worse. That sucks so fucking bad. That. <laughs> what do you mean? What the fuck do you think I mean? Where not only do you have to listen to this stupid ass album that you're only gonna listen to once, but you have to set up a fucking stereo system accordingly. That fucking sucks, Pat. Yeah, but you uh it's it's more like a collector's item than anything else. Who's who the fuck Pat? I'm uh, Pat. I am like I said, I never come out on top of anything. I am an absolute nobody. Who the fuck is gonna want to collect this? I am no one. I mean nothing in the comedy industry. I am so far off the radar. Yeah. It, th that That is fucking pointless, Pat. That is so fucking pointless to do A, or A, to even put that thing together, B, to make a collector's record in the fashion that you stated. That is fucking awful. And it's a slap in the face to everybody who enjoys my stand-up. So normally it, it would be, but... This fucking sucks. I hate this so much. That fucking sandwich. You have a uh, Steve Martin playing a banjo in the background of the entire album. Great. So it becomes, does he know that? Yeah. You 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 get him to to uh, record with you. How I am once again. I am a nobody. How 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 do I get Steve Martin? What happened was uh, because remember he had that King Tut song. Yeah, Pat. So what happened was uh, when I died in my uh, few, in my damn. will, my will stipulated that uh, Steve Martin had to uh, yeah <laughs> like do an album with him. Yeah, cool. I'm sure that I'm sure that w w was held up legally. 
Well, legally, no. However, uh, Steve Martin and I were both uh, members in good standing of the uh, Brotherhood of the Banjo. So he had to do it. That's so he sense. plays like banjo, uh, you know, behind you. So, and I, actually, like hearing it through those different uh, speakers in different areas, it's like pretty interesting. Do I tell Steve I mean? Martin that idea? Do I even meet Steve Martin? Let's be honest. Yeah, he records with you live. Oh, it's a live. So it's not a studio thing. No, it's, it's a like live it's a live album. performance. Yeah. How do I dress for the performance? Exactly how I think I would dress. Um, like I'm a no, pharaoh. <laughs> yeah, he dressed like a pharaoh. Yeah, golds and blues and stuff. Gold yep. paint. My painted gold. No, 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 not like that. Okay. Steve Martin is though. So, um, so basically, uh, so yeah, you do your sense. set. You do your set at the at the uh, at Dave's show, and um, you end up like uh, you kind of like you're like oh man like. You were drinking. You were drinking like a lot, like a lot of water that day. It's like really hot. Yeah. So you have to uh, uh, hit the piss zone, buddy. Yeah. Go to piss so city. You uh, you walk over to like uh, the men's room or whatever. You open the door. Piss city awaits. And uh, as you uh, you kind of like you know walk over and you know you start you know you know using the the bathroom. Yeah. And. Uh, you kind of like uh, hear like a weird noise. Oh, it's almost fuck. like you hear like it's almost like a knock on the door. And you go, what the hell? And you look up and in front of you at the urinal is like an open calendar. And it says, uh, I hate this August. And, uh, the picture of August is a uh, oh, fuck. Are you a, fucking kidding me? Is a snake with like uh, arms, and it's like knocking on a snake arms or man arms. Snake arms. Are they like lithe or are they like? Do they look like? Do they does he have hands? Yeah. Fuck. And it's like knocking on what it what would be like, you know, the outside. You know? I ripped that fucking calendar off the wall. I've got my hog in one hand and with my free hand, I reach up and I tear that calendar off by the bottom. <laughs> I'm not reaching up onto the page with the snake with arms. I'm tearing it off the wall. I'm yanking it off the wall. I'm pulling it right off the wall, Pat. I don't trust yeah. it. I don't like it. I'm pulling it off the wall. You pull it off the wall. And if it lands on the ground, the I'm not no, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm turning and I'm pissing all over it. Yeah. And uh you you piss all over it and um you kind of hear like a no and you kind of look down and it's open still opened up to August and you're pissing right on the snake with arms and he's like Oh no! And uh, he, he, and he and after it happens, after you're like you're done, he just goes like, he goes, "Holy Toledo, that's a lot of piss." He goes on to tell you that uh, I'm, Matt, I'm is, not sticking around. I'm not sticking around. 
this thing is on the ground. It's covered in my piss. I'm getting out of there. I'm I'm as I'm leaving. As soon as I'm done relieving myself, I'm getting yeah. the fuck out of there. I don't okay. want to talk to this calendar. I hate the I hate the calendar wars. Why? They fucking suck, Pat. I hate the I hate this. I'm not gonna be accosted while I'm taking a whiz. <laughs> I pull that thing off the fucking wall, I piss all over it, and then I leave the bathroom. Okay. So um you leave, uh you uh you know, nag goodbye to Dave, you're like I'm sure you at home. Jump into your car. I say, uh, I say, man, somebody pissed all over the floor in that over in there. And he goes, Wow, what kind of dirty, degenerate person would do that? I There's toilets in there. Yeah. It's a lot though. Just be careful. He goes, I will, buddy. You leave. Uh drive home. Yeah. Uh wake up the next day. Uh like you're having to go to bed. You wake up the next day, and there's a uh, an email from your boss. Yeah, Dick Hansen. <laughs> and uh, you you're like, what the hell? What do you do? Why would that alarm me? I would just look at the email. Because the yeah, because the title says <laughs> you're fired, or not the title, the uh, subject. And you open it, and it's basically like you know, you guys are clearly losing the the radio wars, so. I'm um, going to have to let you go. I'm going to try something new. And you're like, huh. Uh, and so. Um, That's, you know what? Yeah. That fucking sucks. The show sucks. Next Wednesday, uh, you have your show uh, at. Uh, Smile and Jenny's. Smile and Jenny's. Thank you. And uh, you go there and like no one's there. Uh, Great. Everything's just falling apart, is what you're telling me. Yeah. Your headliner is uh, Brian Regan. Yeah. And uh, what happens to him? No one shows up. I mean, he's there. Like, nobody shows nobody up. Nobody shows up for not. a free Brian Regan show. Yeah. You're not on the radio anymore. So no one shows up. So um, he's kind of like, like, you're like, oh, sorry. Like, you're like really embarrassed. And he's like, that oh, happens. But like, you know, you, you still feel like so. humiliated yeah pat great you go back outside and you you kind of think to yourself like man i gotta get someone to eat uh so uh you walk there's like a like a, a bar next door uh called the the bar of kings and uh you go in and uh you know they they, they honestly have like really great food so you like you can't wait to like you know sink your teeth into something good i'm probably uh, so fucking depressed at this point yeah i'm definitely not dining in no you're getting it to go 100 percent. yeah you put the order in you uh you go in, you, you're like man i gotta go to the bathroom and so uh you go into uh the bathroom and uh you start pissing and then suddenly you hear like a <gasps> like, a, like a really like deep inhalation of breath of like air right you go, what and you kind of look up, and in front of you is another open calendar. I yank it off the and fucking wall. Before you can do that, the snake with arms breathes fire, Fuck you. like real fire Fuck all you, over Pat. you, and it engulfs uh, your entire body, uh, except for the except for the piss coming out. Yeah. So based, and someone walks in and they see your entire body covered in flame, but like piss coming out, and they take a photo of it, and it becomes a new meme. Great. And you be, you become known as the fire piss guy. Great. And uh, that, beco- <laughs> that becomes the new meme. Cool, Pat. 
What a fucking frustrating, shitty episode. <laughs> well, like, the meme basically is you pissing uh, while you're on fire, and underneath it just says, like, uh, it, it, it just says, like, uh, well, there's always tomorrow, yeah. dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, or like it says, uh, people in Wisconsin, when it's 85 degrees, geez, it's hot. And then it has that one and says people in Texas in the summertime, you know, Yeah, some fucking shit. Fuck that fucking sucks. <laughs> that sucks so bad. I'm done. Well, the memes were kind of cool. No, they weren't bad. They both fucking sucked. They both sucked. What do you mean? One of them had me with my fucking cock out and I'm pissing and I'm on fire. And the other one is me sitting in a too small chair with my ass hanging over the side. They're fucking two vulnerable, terrible moments. One of them being the moment of my fucking death. They're not cool memes, Pat. They fucking suck. <laughs> I die in one of them. I literally am dying. It's the moment of my death. Yeah. It's the moment of and instead of helping me, they they took a picture of me. And I yeah, died I died in a fucking bathroom. Fuck you're the you. first you're the first casualty of the calendar wars. I fucking hate the calendar wars. <laughs>